0: Have you been struggling in your relationship? There could be more to it than meets the eye. Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Jolina. For years, I was in a very toxic relationship, which I didn't recognize as abusive until the day I left. Let's take a look at the abusive patterns and behaviors to tear down the walls that could be holding you back from moving forward and living your best life, even after abuse. Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Are you ready to get started? Hello, friends, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Let's Just Face It. Before we start with today's podcast episode, I want to let you know that if you haven't listened to episode 87, go back and check it out. If you feel stuck that you can't leave an abusive relationship, that you don't know how to leave an abusive relationship, there is still hope to get out of that relationship. And if you feel this way, I really recommend going to listen to episode 87, the one right before this one, so you can go and start there. Back to today's episode, he said he would never do it again. When you're in an abusive relationship, you already know that they take us through different strategies. These different strategies are meant to work with your brain, with your heart, in a way that they flow automatically, that it makes you seem like this persona that the narcissist is trying to portray is real. So they're going to become your knight in shining armor at first, and they're going to do everything that you've ever wanted. Why and how they do this? With the conversations they have with you. A narcissist is so good at listening to you at the beginning, and that will never happen again but they listen to you very well. They'll figure out exactly what you want in a partner. They'll figure out exactly what you don't want in a partner, what you have been through, what your exes have done. And this is the way that they create this new persona, that they're playing out this new character to hook you into this relationship. Once they have you, they'll never become that person again. But They know exactly how to always catch you back. In an abusive relationship, an abuser goes through a cycle. If you were only abused day and night, you would recognize this. Your brain would recognize these symptoms and you would run away. But when it's a cycle of abuse, when it is mixing good and bad behavior, that is when you become addicted to the relationship And you're always looking for more. Due to the fact that they create a cycle, the cycle becomes addictive. Just like anyone else could become addicted to a game, a drug, a routine, it works in the same manner for your brain. So the relationship becomes addicted to you. And this is where the trauma bonds are created. You become addicted to the relationship, so you become really attached to the situation and to the person. You don't see their flaws, you don't see the red flags, and you keep looking for those sweet nothings, those moments of love. But there will become a time where you're going to recognize the abuse. You might not recognize it as abuse when you're in the relationship, but you will recognize it as something that is not normal, that doesn't feel right. You will recognize it as something different. You might think that he's a jerk. You might think that he is being disrespectful. Anything that you want to call it, but it is abuse. Emotional abuse, mental abuse. It could also be physical abuse, but those are obviously easier to recognize. They start doing this and you don't recognize it as abuse, but then if they do it and they get caught, they will promise you that they will never do it again. If they hurt you physically, they'll always promise that they will never do it again. The problem with this is that, again, it goes back to the cycle. An abuser will always repeat their behavior. An abuser will always try to hide it as much as they can. And then when they can't hide it anymore, they will blame you for it. Maybe this is you. How many times have you been blamed? Not only for actions that he's taken that are wrong, but most of you or many of you have probably heard they cheated on you because you made them. Because it was your fault, because you didn't provide as much support or attention or sometimes even sexual intimacy. And they blame the fact that they cheated on you when it is totally their responsibility. Once they get caught, they'll say that they'll never do it again. But that means you will never catch me again, or so they think. They're not that good at hiding things, they're good at manipulating gaslighting and making you believe certain things, but they're not that good at hiding them. So somewhere in the journey of your relationship, you're going to find that they did it again. And I'm talking about taking actions outside of the relationship like cheating. They will say she's only a friend. You're always looking for things that aren't there. That's not what I said. That's not what you've heard. I've never texted her this and they'll always try to confuse you to change your perspective, which is gaslighting. And they're going to try to manipulate you by saying things that'll make you question everything that you're doing and it'll give them more control by manipulating and gaslighting you. If he ever raises his hand at you, you can put it on record that 100% of the time they will try it again. If they ever try to choke you, if they ever slapped you, punched you, They will always repeat the same behavior. And the thing is that once they attack you physically, the chances of them attacking you again are very, very high. But not only that, if you stick with that relationship and you forgive him because he will never do it again and he does it again and you forgive him again, this is known for them as you giving them permission to abuse you because it doesn't matter how many times they do it, you will always take them back. The problem with this is that the first time, it's mentally and emotionally abusive. For those that experience physical abuse, then they'll throw something. They won't hit you, but they'll throw something your way. Trying not to hit you, but just to intimidate you and scare you. After that, if you stay, you're giving them permission to keep abusing you. That's how their mind works. Then they'll hit you. And then you say, they've never done this. And he promised that he would never do it again. The thing is, you kept forgiving him. You gave him permission again. He will try to abuse you physically again. Every time he says, I will never do this again. I love you. I don't want to lose you. It's just for him to look for permission to stay, to continue the relationship. Because they know they can't hold back on doing what they do because it's in their nature. Whether it's somebody that is emotionally and mentally abusive or whether it's somebody that is physically abusive. There was a TikTok where the girl says, oh, but he wasn't that bad. And then the girlfriend says, he choked you or threatened to kill you. And the girl says, yeah, but he never actually did it. That is very true in the mind of many of us that have been through emotional or physical abuse. You believe that because he hasn't done it, he won't. But the problem is, I know many women that have gone through this and the action repeats itself the problem is that they'll love bomb you so hard after this that you will believe that he will never do it again that is a lie they will love bomb you so hard that you will believe that he will never do it again if they do it again the probability of them actually doing harm are very very high if i am going to be totally honest with you I have to tell you that the statistics say that strangulation has a 750% of leading to death. Once a partner has choked you, strangulated you, the odds that this will lead to a very deep and very dangerous issue is 750%. That is very high. If he says he would never do it again, he will. And if you've ever been in any type of abusive situation, even if it doesn't get as dangerous as strangulation or physically hitting you, whenever he says that he will never do it again, what he means is, I will try to hide it better so you never find out again. If it's cheating and if it's any other type of abuse, he will try to gaslight you, manipulate you, and control you in a bigger way. So you never realize that these things are happening, and he will again get your permission to keep abusing you over and over and over again. If an abuser says that he would never do it again, it is 100% that he will do it again. He doesn't mean that he won't do it again. He only means that he will do it better, manipulate you better. What they mean is, I will do it better. I will hide it better. I will trick you better. So whenever your abuser says that he will never do it again, don't you ever believe that that is what they mean. Remember, narcissists and abusers will tell you one thing that's coming out of their mouth and they mean a whole different scenario behind it. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, I have a series on Instagram that I'm going to get back to. It's every Tuesday at 5.45ish. I will post NARG talk, which means that I will tell you what they say versus what they mean. This is a series that I'll bring back again because I want you to realize that what they say is not usually what they mean. They have a very specific meaning behind what they say. The fact that they're saying something is for you to believe maybe even the opposite. Their brains are wired totally different. An abuser's brain is wired totally different than yours. Their brains work in a whole different way. When you can't comprehend how somebody can hurt you or abuse you in this manner, for them, it seems normal. They don't think like you do. Oh, how can he love me and say he loves me, but then do this. That is the way they love you. They don't really feel love for you. They are using you and abusing you. And that's what they need you for. They're filling in their void with that while you're trying to fill in your void with love, but they don't feel love in the same way that you do. And whenever you keep forgiving them for the abuse that they provide you, all you're doing is giving them permission to keep on doing it because they will be forgiven and they will be given the opportunity to do it again and again and again until the day you open your eyes and realize this is abuse, this is not normal, and this should not be tolerated any longer. Abuse is not something that is easily recognizable to us because we don't want to see it. Our brains and our hearts are wired in a different manner and we want to believe the good in everybody. We want to see that everybody has a good side, that everybody can be fixed and turned into a good person. That is not the case. A psychopath, a narcissist, borderline personality disorder, their brains are wired differently. You can't Fix them. There are some that recognize this disorder and they have worked differently. But there's a lot of them that are undiagnosed. Number one, because they're so good at lying to people that they can even lie to their therapists. Only a person that wants to work to get better and understands will do it. Taking your partner to therapy won't necessarily work. Some people do, but some of them also trick their therapist. So that won't necessarily be an option. If they are broken just to give it a name, you're not the person to put them together. You're not the person to fix them. It's not up to you. The more you try to fix them or put them together, the more you're breaking yourself down. He will always do it again. He will find a way to do it differently, to blame it on you. He will find a way you won't realize that he is doing it he will always, 100% of the time, do it again. At least they will try. Do not believe him. He doesn't have the goodness in his heart that you do. Do not judge him through who you are because he will definitely do it again. If you're looking for help to leave an abusive relationship where you've already left and you feel like you're broken and you need to put yourself back together, I have a program for one-on-one coaching called Come to Rise. You can go to the links in my bios or you could go to cometorise.com and get your information there. You can also send me a private message on Instagram. If you need help, don't hesitate to reach out because of the trauma that we have been through, whether we have childhood trauma or relationship trauma, we tend to think that we don't need help for we don't know how to ask for help. When you understand what you have been through, when you learn from this experience, you learn not to do it again, recognize it, you learn to heal and move on so you can build a better version of yourself. And this can only be done with somebody that has been there before. Come to Rise Coaching will help you. If you want more information, just go to come to rise.com. You can fill the assessment there. If you need help, ask. Sometimes you cannot do it alone. If you need more information about abuse or narcissistic relationships, there's 87 episodes before this one. There's more information. If you didn't know anything about abusive relationships or narcissistic abuse, go back and check it out. Love bombing, gaslighting, smear campaigns, they're all explained in previous episodes. Just go back and check it out. Start learning and everything will come a little bit easier when you have the correct information in your hands. Please share with your friends. We all know somebody going through a very difficult relationship. Reach out and let them know that you found ways to help them, or at least that you can understand what they're going through. Be of support to others. Remember, facing small fears can lead to big changes. Don't forget to to share this episode with a friend or a loved one that might need this information. This way, you will help me reach more people like you. Also, sign up for the email list at RaquelKalina.com forward slash email. Don't forget... Facing small fears can lead to big changes. Thank you for being here with me today. Have a blessed week.